0: Um, I mopped the flat today. So and now the doors closed and the windows closed because recording. So if I it's just if there's a bit of time where I haven't spoken for quite a while just make sure I haven't died from like bleach fumes. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> um that's <laughs> um...
0: this is a normal problem. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to episode 79 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe and as always I'm joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I'm also joined by Drumblebum. Say hello. Hello. How are you lovely gents? I'm
2: doing okay.
1: How
0: are you Matt? Yeah I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not sleeping but it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Locked in a room full of bleach. (laughs) (laughs) Well yeah currently. Hopefully not sleeping in here. (laughs) No.
1: no. That would be very bad. (laughs) How are you, Snipe? I'm okay, I'm not locked in a room of bleach and <laughs> or anything, so, you uh, I know, have to clo- I, I guess that's pretty good I had
0: to close the window for the good audio quality, so
1: Okay, so yeah, look, look, so here at the Misanthropod, we prize your audio pleasure above our health, so maybe...
2: Or at least we prize your audio pleasure above Matt's health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Matthew might die, but that's a risk we, as people who are not him, are willing to take. <laughs> so we've got some general news to start off with. The uh, The new Codex Compliant uh, will be live by the time you hear this. Yay. If you haven't already, please go watch it. It literally pays rent. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, Yeah. <laughs> It, it helps that people like it, because then we can eat. Yay! <laughs> what I'm saying is we work hard for the money, and it would be nice if you enjoyed our stuff. Yes. I mean, presumably you already do. If I, we're I, listening I know, to I think, this, I
2: think that the sound of the pod gets a lot of hate listeners. They sit <laughs> oh, yeah. There people who are just gritted. willing to,
1: like, commit two and a half hours every two weeks to just listening to people they fucking hate and want to die. That's <laughs> yeah. the thing.
2: They just sit there gritting their teeth. Yeah. Like... Just angry from so the, first, angry. The, the first bit to the last bit. Mm. Um, I, I assume. I assume.
1: M- well, who knows? Yeah. I Maybe. Mean, I mean, that's, that's, that's how
2: I listen to it, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's... that's how we edit it, so, you know. <laughs> we, just, we just, you know, assume that's how people listen to it as well, so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, another piece of uh, quite exciting news is that we are playing a gig yes. on uh, June 23rd at The Maze. In Nottingham. In Nottingham.
0: Which we're totally prepared for, as usual.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's the thing about being in a band. You just, you're never prepared. In fairness,
2: we didn't, you know, this was like a relatively, relatively short notice thing for saying that we haven't played a gig since last year.
1: Yeah. But like it's 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 a big deal because the maze we've played at the maze in Nottingham a heck ton yeah and
0: oh yeah I wouldn't even want to count
1: yeah we we played there so many times um our band has a lot of history with with you know with the maze I reckon
0: at least so it's at least fifty I reckon I'd,
1: I'd say that's Probably. about that's maybe about right, yeah. it
0: feels like it's something like maybe not quite that much but it feels like a lot I'd, I'd
1: say around like thirty to fifty times. <laughs> Like, just, um, I mean, over ten years, that's a lot. Yeah, I, d- I don't know how
2: many times. I'd, I'd probably say, like, 20 to 30.
0: Okay, okay. yeah, maybe I was being well, a bit Well, what up- we're arguing semantics. It. Anyway.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, no, so, like, we're playing. There's going to be, like, our our delicious waifu band there as well, last edition, who are basically like us, but good.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty accurate thing. Uh, there's also um, Riot for Disco, The Bread Chasers, The Stiff Joints, and Counting Coins. Counting
1: Coins uh, Yeah. Basically, is... this
2: is the final Scar gig at the Maze because the Maze is shutting down, and they asked if we'd like to play. Yeah. So. Because
1: that's the the Maze is kind of like a bit of an institution. That's that's where you all play, since like the biggest um, biggest venue in Derby shut down basically. So then, everything kind of moved over to the Maze in Nottingham.
2: Yeah, for a long time, like Derby's been a bit because the live
1: music scene in Derby is a bit fucked, and Nottingham, however,
2: is a bit better. Is
1: a bit better. So yeah, and well, we we have details about that. Like uh, Wib has tweeted about it. It's on the Facebook page for the Maze in Nottingham. I keep saying the Maze in Nottingham just so you know it. It like drills its way into your skull. <laughs>
0: Um,
2: but, yeah, you can book tickets, um, like, online if you're interested in going. Uh, they are £8.25.
1: Including the booking fee. So,
2: yeah, that's a thing. Uh,
1: yeah, so, yeah, if if you want to come down and see some really good ska bands and us,
2: um, <laughs> it's Ska
1: Sunday at The Maze in Nottingham.
2: On Sunday the 23rd of June.
1: Yeah, so that'll be fun. Looking forward uh-huh. to that. It's scary because I haven't gigged in a while, but it's yeah. gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. <laughs>
2: That's the thing. We we uh, dust off the band like once a year at this point, so we uh, we basically never really know. Mm. Also, what
1: we're doing. Uh, this is a public call out for Dicko, because every time <laughs> someone asks where the band is from, he says Nottingham, despite the fact two. Out of fucking, how many of there even are us? Uh, of us, are there? I don't even know. There's only two out of the entirety of the band that are from even vaguely what you can consider Nottingham.
2: We have never at we any point. We have never been
1: from Nottingham. We have we have always been Derby based, and he has never fucking introduces as such. And he literally but he's has from Derby, called...
0: and he's never lived in Nottingham.
2: Yeah,
1: I I know.
0: And I think the the
2: closest we have ever been to that is. Two of the members living in Nottinghamshire.
0: Out out of the six. Yeah. N-
1: not even fucking Nottingham. Out of six, yeah. But no, like so please, if you do come to the gig, <laughs> tell him, tell Dicko <laughs> that Fighting Evil is cool is your favourite derby based band. <laughs> because it will fucking I need this, I'm so fucking fed up. of being like, oh you Nottingham know, mm. but Nottingham like base is Like, fuck off. The thing is I don't even care, like, about being considered from Nottingham. It's the fact that we aren't and Dicko keeps deliberately saying that we're from Nottingham.
2: In fairness, I don't think he's actively done it that much. It's just when no, he, he has. It's when he wrote a bunch of things for the band a while ago that's what everyone copies things from he
1: was literally on stage we were on stage and he turned and was like oh yeah we're we're from nottingham and like half literally i remember drama. Matt, you and me shouting F- we're fucking not <laughs> and him stopping and turning around and going yeah we are and then us having an argument on stage <laughs> because we were like we're not from nottingham Deco," and he's like yeah we are it's like okay who here's from nottingham and he kind of, like, vaguely points at Zoe, and it's like, yeah, no, okay, so there's one person out of six, Dicko, who is who lives in Nottingham. Just saying. So, yeah, next time, like, fucking, you ever meet Dicko, just say, dude, you're my favourite band based in Derby, because I need this. So, yeah, it'd be really fun. Come see us. If, if you can, it'll be great.
0: Okay. Anyway, continuing on with the video game podcast that we are now recording.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drama mat. Hello uh, like, You have to talk quickly before you know you die of bleach inhalation But what have you been up to in um, the past couple of weeks Apart from inhaling viscous chemicals
0: That's only in the last half an hour or so
1: Okay um, But how's it going for you? Would you rate it out of 10?
0: It's fine
1: uh, It's yeah. just,
0: just a washed
2: floor isn't it So the amount of bleach Could be greater
0: Yeah I, I'm not swimming in it
1: Nah,
0: yeah. Not yet anyway um, So I watched Following on for your advice And I think we were going to do it anyway But watch Tuka and Bertie yes. ah, oh, It is life changingly good It is, good, <laughs> it is huh? very very good I would possibly say it's better than Bojack I'm not sure I think because there's only been one series of it And Bojack kept getting better mm. Like I can't say it's better as general Because Bojack has five series of excellent stuff Whereas this only has one but uh, it, yeah, I'm massively enjoying it. Or enjoyed. I, it's, it's it's all gone now.
1: Yeah, you've literally watched all of it, and no one else can watch it now because yeah. your greedy, greedy eyes. All. You
0: watched it off Netflix.
1: <laughs> Thanks, drama, <Drummond> Matt.
0: <laughs> no, I I highly recommend if you haven't watched it after listening to Snipes' review of it last time. I can wholeheartedly endorse it as well. Go and watch it. It is. It does get. It goes serious places, but it does it in a very nice way.
1: It, it. I think it does it really well.
0: Yeah, really, really. Like
1: well. there was that episode in where they all get locked in the supermarket, which I thought was pretty good, but also fucking bizarre at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it had Sex it, books. it discussed a lot of, in, yeah, a lot of interesting kind of philosophical, like debates about you know what denotes sentiment basically it was measure of a man from tng (laughs) um but with sex bugs
0: yeah
2: so um it's pretty good yeah fucking sex
1: bugs
2: (laughs) literally fucking sex bugs
0: but it's very the theme tune is amazing as well It is because it consists of half of them just saying their own name and the other half of them just making noises and it's it's (laughs) the best theme tune it
1: is brilliant and like the the intro videos are pretty cool yeah. as because well, this is off the wall fucking banana yeah, weirdness. That, a, bu- a
0: building with boobs. It's just like yeah. yeah, that's that's fine. Like,
1: literally what could what is what else could you want? <laughs> Nothing.
0: That's very good. Um I have also the other thing I've been doing, which has taken up most of my time, but it won't take up any time any further, is I think I've finished Metal Gear Solid.
2: <gasps> you think.
0: I think in the so I'm gonna talk about it a bit and this, it's going to, I'm gonna have There's going to be enough spoilers. I'm not going to go into any plot detail, really, but it will have vague spoilers. This is Metal
2: Gear Solid 5, by the way, for the people at home, in case
0: you've not heard the last
2: five episodes. So it will
0: have... Of
1: Metal Gear Solid. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) It will have vague spoilers for, like, the structure of the plot and a few overall things, but hopefully nothing too specific. So apologies if if you just skip forward, like, a minute or two. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I I feel like at this point, like... Yeah it's fine It's an old game And
1: I don't know If I'll ever play it Because of my loyalty To the boss
0: Yeah Fair I like that
1: Yeah (laughs) Moving on
0: Um, So Gameplay wise I really enjoyed it Like it's really Really cool Like the stealth stuff You can do And all the sneaks And things Have you been
1: pooped on By a horsey
0: I I did After you told me to I tried it out
1: (laughs) Oh I forgot I told you to Yeah it's pretty Did it awaken Something deep And forbidden within you
0: It, It did not
1: is, is, is Ruth wandering around the ha- the, the flat in horseshoes? <laughs> Clopping. Whinnying. <laughs> well. <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, gameplay-wise, it's great. Really good. Really enjoyed it. Um, it's a bit weird that it's only, like, two maps and you have to go and replay the same things quite often, but fine, whatever. I guess they had to do that to make it more an open-worldy thing rather than just, like, a completely linear thing. But it's just... <sighs> I know Metal Gear Solid's story has never been its, like, strong suit.
1: Um, okay, but... I would violently disagree with you. It has always been the strong suit because it's so off-the-wall fucking bananas that you can't help but, f- like... It's like Modern Warfare two storyline. The moment you think about had a it, it's line. fucking... <laughs> it did. Yeah. And that's yeah, all no, I was I... interested in. But yeah, like, the moment you think about it, it's just so fucking stupid and weird. But while you're playing it, it's like, yeah, no, this is really rich and, and like, making sense is a thing that this story does. I'm, I'm going to be honest. um even I, at the time?
2: I, I would not even remotely put uh, <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 and the Metal Gear Solid games <laughs> even in the same bracket of story.
1: Okay, like... You're talking to someone who literally grew up with Metal Gear Solid, like playing no. it every day, mm.
2: and as an idiot child. No, 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 no. I, I, you, you are going the exact opposite way because the Metal Gear Solid story is great fun. Like, okay, it's legit fair. fun. Uh, it's stupid, but it's that's fun. the thing.
1: It's like if, if you think about it, it's done. And it's got but a lot like of it's leather- really fun, and like the characters are like really fucking good
2: yeah it's got like le- even
1: like even like despite kojima
2: yeah it's got <laughs> lots of levity and interesting bits in it whereas the modern warfare 2 story falls apart on a second playthrough mm. whereas the metal gear solid story only falls apart when you think okay
1: about so i was i was literally just comparing the fact that the moment you think about yeah. modern warfare 2 story is what falls apart nothing else is even vaguely resembling metal gear
2: okay I just, I, just, I, just I, I I was just like, no, no. How, how dare you besmirch that game that I don't play?
1: I <laughs> mean both of those games that I fucking adore? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Apart from Metal Gear 4, that was a stupid story for <laughs> twats. Oh, Metal Gear 4
2: <laughs> is, is like... Metal Gear 4 is the Metal Gear that is what everyone who mocks Metal Gear thinks it is. Yeah.
1: Where it's literally <laughs> just... <laughs> Two hours before you get to play anything. And then it's got, like, really gross representations of, like, basically ch- people who were prisoners of war. Like, horrifying yeah. torture victims. It's like, oh, yeah, this sexy mama was, like, forced to, like... like kill children look how hot she is though and she like makes sex noises when you shoot her and if you crouch while like she's coming at you she starts crawling along the floor like a porn actress and you're like kojima fuck you dude
2: i got a game to talk about later that makes that look tasteful
1: oh kajima's done another game
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and his lunch break the boy what done but anyway yeah uh so mats uh um, yes. okay, yes. anyway
0: so what i was saying um so you you play through and the story goes and it's it's got it's quite a nice rounded story and it all finishes at the episode like th- i think they call the they mission's episodes for whatever reason cuz they want to put kajima's credits <sighs> in the end them all I think, yeah, and I at think the start so. of them all, and sometimes in the middle of them. Um, anyway, that's not the point. So you get up to like episode thirty-one, and then it's a nice resolution to the story. And then it kind of just farts about a bit. There's like the the game's still going, and you have the occasional just odd mission to do, like that, just, that like just missions that you know your base has been sent these. Do they go do this mission for money? And you do a few of those, and it unlocks. There's like a couple of bits where it like tries to force you to. You either have to replay earlier missions. But they're called a higher number, so and they're like the extreme version or the, the harder difficulty version or whatever. But you either have to do those, or you have to go off and do a load of side missions to progress the story. And you're like, oh, okay, right, well, you're forcing me to redo things. It's a bit weird. And then it just starts to get interesting again. The and the and the um, story starts to actually progress rather than you just sort of aimlessly farting about. And then it just there isn't any more missions. And you're like, would Is it this surprise gonna...
2: you to know that? The if I remember correctly, most of the end of the game was cut. Yeah, it, 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 was, yeah, it is. It if you original... want to see, if
0: if you want to see the end of the game, there is the outline of what the last mission would have been on like the DVD extras of the PS4 special edition or something like niche, <laughs> which luckily is on YouTube as well. So I've watched what the last mission would have been, so it kinda of makes sense. But as far as you just playing the game, it just stops. But because before you have to arbitrarily do either replay some missions or play more side ops to unlock the next story mission but it doesn't tell you how many you just keep doing things until it does like I was just playing like load of side missions for ages being like okay well obviously there's another mission and then I was just like okay this is getting I've done a lot of extra things I've like nearly finished all the side missions this is weird and I looked it up I was like <laughs> oh no no there's just no more missions as the game stopped now I finished it there just wasn't any like <laughs> it's just like but like, it would have been better. Like, if they had to cut stuff, find, you know, budgets and getting cut, and it's it happens. But, like, cut it at the end of the actual... The, the end big ending, because fuck all happens after that, basically. Like, with no- nothing of consequence. Like, why didn't they just finish the game at the actual finish, and then not put up the build-up to the next plot, like, plot line, but then not finish it? It was such... It's so weird.
1: From what I remember, and
0: citation
1: needed, Konami... Basically, had their big fallout. <laughs> I
0: don't think you have to. You just just Kojima. say Konami. and that's exactly yeah. that explains um, th- it.
1: They had their big fallout with Kojima towards the end of it, and they were going to have basically the ending as DLC and then they had this big fallout with Kojima and just nothing. Did they came release of it.
0: the ending as a pachinko machine? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give them 10 years and they will. Man, fuck, I am still so fucking salty about that. Metal Gear 3 is like one of my favorite games of all time, and to see it like lovingly remade, like the the fucking like Snake and the boss, and I'm and just like. Wasn't that in
2: the Fox Engine as well? That
1: was in the Fox Engine, and it was mind blowing. And it's just it's for a fucking gambling machine. <laughs> like I hate to sound like a stereotypical fucking nerd rager, but like it really does fucking hurt because you're like, God, I I love this stuff so much, and to just be reminded of how much of a a meaningless commodity and just just to procure capital it is to, to like Konami and like all these big fucking corporations is so miserably heartbreaking. Mm. Cause you know, like I love this thing so much. <clears throat> it's like, it's a really big part of my childhood. And that's like, that was a game I would play when I felt really bad and sad and alone. And it's just this big piece of shit company going, yeah, let's just fucking burn it to the ground and make a pachinko machine because we don't give a fuck about art.
2: I mean, that's. I think that's actually Konami's corporate slogan. We don't give a shit about art.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, oh, I
2: think the one is, fuck
0: you. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. But I mean, a fucking 17 minutes in and I'm already on an anti-capitalist rant. woo This is going great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude, you've been talking about Metal Gear Solid 5. Um, I started having flashbacks to fucking <laughs> Pachinko.
0: Uh, it's all right, it's all right. Yeah, so my overall thoughts of the game is that it was it is a good stealth game, but so much of the like bullshit that surrounds it, and I I enjoy playing it, but I'd find it really hard to recommend to anyone, I think, is my yeah. is my overall thoughts. And I'm not saying it's bad and it, the game like I said, the gameplay was really good. But there's just enough of the other and like so much of the story is told by you just have to sit and listen to these audio tapes and you're like
1: Yeah. And it's just that like, was a big can I've this heard not about be it.
0: like part of the story somehow? You just have to like sit and you're like helicopter base thing just listening to audio tapes so i ended up just turning the volume up really loud on the computer going off and like pottering around and doing chores around the house but i was like this this isn't this isn't this is an audio book this isn't a video game like
1: i love it the game rewards you with exposition by not fucking playing it yeah exactly it's It's like i just want to be playing this but i think of
0: yeah like i'd rather be playing the game but i vaguely i'm interested enough about the story to like because if you didn't listen to these audio tapes you wouldn't have a clue what's going on story-wise like it's hard enough to follow along with who all the characters are having not played a Metal Gear solid game since the first one anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Which okay, maybe this game wasn't made for me, but also yeah. I feel like I shouldn't have to go back and play Metal Gear Four to be able to appreciate anything else. Oh
1: god, don't <laughs> play Metal Gear Four.
0: So, no one has ever played Metal Gear
2: Four and appreciated anything other than not playing Metal Gear Four oh afterwards. My god. Like oh god. Oh that's f- a game that aged badly. Terribly and very quickly.
0: But anyway, without i I've, I've spoken about this for the last few episodes and luckily that's everyone Everyone won't have to hear anymore. So, okay, that's it. Dragon so, Quest deleting Melges. No, I did five, I, once, I realized, once I watched that the YouTube video of the, what the last and ending mission would be, I was like, you know what, I could sit and like play through some more side missions and do. You know what, I'm just gonna hit uninstall just so I'm not tempted to like <laughs> keep yeah. farting about with it. Like, I'm done with this now. Yeah, no, yeah, that's fair. So I just it, as soon as I learned that, I just immediately <laughs> uninstalled <laughs> the game. <laughs> not quite a rage quit situation because I had. Technically finished everything there, sort of like the story was at least.
1: I guess more of an apathy on Instagram Yeah,
0: it really was, and mm. I was like, if I, if I might accidentally come back to play this more, and I would not like myself for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. And then that's basically me. I spent the last last few days wanting to play, get into a new thing to talk about. and Then I've not really been sleeping because of this bloody annoying cough I've had. So oh, I've just dear. been. I just. I was like, I can't be asked to start something new. So I've just been watching Critical Role and playing Euro Truck Simulator. <gasps> <Merd! laughs> I've been watching so. so much
1: Critical Role, but I'll get to that.
0: <laughs> so yeah, also, unfortunately um, that's me done.
1: If you want a game to kind of like sink some time into like a lot of time, um I can recommend Divinity Original Sin too.
0: Yep, it's on my wish list. Cool. <laughs> I, when, the thing when, is, because it's an I'll indie game, it, it's, it's really
1: beneath like 20 quid. Yeah. But that's... honestly, it is so fucking worth it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, it is definitely on my list of things to play. I've just And downed... it's
1: multiplayer, we could play Ooh, it together. Okay.
0: I've just finished downloading uh, Monster Hunter World so okay ah, that, that is was, good Sh- like, shane sent over good. so thanks oh, bless. God um bless i think he just his mission is to make sure the entire world has played that game i, think. I mean i think shane has so, got, yeah.
1: got got it for us and long fang as well actually <laughs> yeah, it yeah, yeah, i think jealous. i think
0: that's his mission um <laughs> so yeah that that's my that's my next one to delve into and i was hoping to be able to talk about it this time but i think it's good i'm looking forward to it
1: yeah it yeah, is good yeah. it's good um really bad over the top, cheesy anime voice acting. There was, there's literally a, an event on where you you can play as Geralt from the Witcher series, Ooh. and you've got Geralt's voice actor delivering these really oh. kind of gravelly, quite serious, <laughs> like, okay, so. The wounds on this carcass it would appear that this is like maybe a pack of flying monsters and then there's like the person he's talking to is like by golly mr witcher do you think oh wow and you're like what the fuck oh, does he just turn around and
0: slap everyone
1: i hope so but i don't think he does it's horrible it's just like monster hunter having voice acting like that is fine because everyone has a bit of an over-the-top anime kind of like like the, the over-the-top anime acting. It's it's a dub act. Yeah. yeah, and it's just, and that fits within the game. But you you bring in like an an actual <laughs> like normal-sounding human being, and it's just it it. I think it it points out just how fucking. Weird it is. And also, I'm sorry I left the tea bag in your tea. I, I th- thought you yeah, you could have a snack after you
2: finish your drink. I just look down into my tea and I'm like, why is there something in it? Oh god, oh, it's a tea bag. Okay, I'm gonna go deal with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Did I make you tea? Yes. Oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> See, it's easy when you have like coffee. 'Cause there's it's just literally just dit, dit, dit run. I don't know why you have to run at the end of oh. drinking coffee.
0: <laughs> Depends, like if you're in France you'll get kicked out of the country for making coffee with like that. Yeah, it's a whole process.
1: Well if you if you have instant coffee they'll kick you out. Basically. What well, well I, I mean if you get like bored of living there, just go into like a public space and make make instant coffee.
0: Yeah, I think I'd just be like teleported out of the country. <laughs>
1: then that means that there's a way to get teleported in <laughs> so if i just stand in the middle of like derby town and eat like really expensive cheese and i don't know throw baguettes at the english would that teleport me to france because that would save on airfare and my passport isn't renewed, I'm, so I'm, I can not, go I'm not i'm not going to
0: say yes for legal reasons but. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> you cannot condone this. Okay. Ooh, I would also be wearing a beret and a striped shirt. Yeah.
0: yeah. Should yeah, yeah.
2: should we maybe um, well, the, have some kind of segue back into where the podcast starts? What? No,
1: fuck you. This is what we're about. Like <laughs> well, I, can I can say, see. actually, I,
0: I had a thought the very last thing I have spent the last day or two doing is perving over the um, Jean Steeler Court models. So good. <laughs> I know. I really when I When I come back and I, once I've finished painting up my tower, which is, I think it's in various stages of nearly finished. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Most of your stuff was done, yeah. yeah. Except for like your vespid's, because no humans ever painted a vespid. I don't think I have Vespids.
0: I have crute I haven't painted because I'm not going to use them. Although they He'd... might be good now too, as well. But who knows?
2: Mm.
0: No, I do. Ha- I do have, you... have my vespid um, conversion yeah. idea, which I want to do.
2: Ah, yeah. yeah.
0: But perving on Games Workshop models aside, which I guess is probably just a standard, really. I mean that's just
1: yeah. That, I I guess you can take that as red.
0: So that's me. Hopefully, I'll have more next time. Wibble it. What yes. Have you, what have you been up to?
2: Um. Well, I have played some video games. Ooh. And they come in an interesting gradient, um, of quality. Okay. So would you like the? Would you like it going from good, and then getting worse, or would you like it to start off terrible and then get better?
1: Hmm. Hmm. I always like to leave the worst to last, because the, the worst is usually the funniest.
2: Okay, okay. Um, well, in that case, I have been playing three video games, one of which is Frostpunk, which I've only played a little bit of so far.
1: I like the name, and I've heard very positive things about it.
2: So, um, I've basically had like two runs of it. So, what Frostpunk is, is you are playing as... The leader of a small group of people.
1: That's not very punk.
2: I guess not. Um, (laughs) Who is leading a group of people who are basically a group of people from London. And it's sort of in the kind of steampunky kind of setting. Cool. Um, Where everything is frozen. Like basically the world has started to freeze. And this civilization has just crumbled. Because there's just nothing works anymore, and so you're ba- you basically all marched out to try and find somewhere to live. And you you found this you like you got to this generator, and you're basically trying to build the last city on Earth, basically, and you have to try and survive. Now, my first run of this um, ended with everyone starving to death and then kicking me out into the wilderness.
1: Well, okay.
2: Because the intro thing has like tutorials, but it has this really fun habit of telling you how to do stuff about two minutes after it became critical. Oh. Uh, okay. So, so um, yeah. I, I'm do- currently doing a second run where I'm So doing... it's
1: actually pretty uh, indicative of just any government.
2: <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, one of its big conceits is that as you're going, you, every now and again, you get the chance to enact a law. Um now, some of them are just like a basic thing, so like you can no pants
1: on sundays
2: <laughs> yeah- you, ha- you really do have to wear pants. it gets down to like minus forty so
1: Ooh, okay, um well, I mean mind, like like n- no pants can be a state of mind, so
2: okay um, and it I,
1: I wouldn't say it's a law more of a suggestion. I'm not very good at being like a governing body, yeah, so yeah,
2: on. I got that, <laughs> I got that um. But some of them are fairly simple, so you'll say, like, if you enable this law, then it, it allows you to basically make some people work for 24 hours straight on emergency things. Oof. There's things like that you can do that are just what straight What do months. you
1: constitute an emergency?
2: Uh, everyone's going to die.
1: Okay, but, like, I'm looking at it very cynically of, mm. like, well, it could be, oh, well, this company that is making money wants <laughs> you to when that's an emergency... Also, don't unionise. Uh,
2: okay, yeah, I think you're you, the game exists on like a hundred people okay. and uh, okay. capitalism has collapsed. Oh, so, good, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, that's positive. <laughs> you, you know, it's um, somewhat detached from those things. Um, at least in the early game. I don't know how, how it works as, as it gets bigger because you can enact different things. So like uh, an example is uh, to deal with food shortages... You can enact one of two laws. One of which is, is basically something that, um, this, this one calling it a law is a bit overdone, but it's basically a choice that you have to make, is what the laws really are. Um, and you can either, to make food go further, have it made into soup, which pisses people off because you've basically got a meter that p- that's it'll
1: piss me the fuck off
2: because you basically have two <laughs> meters that are hope and like, um, discontent. If the hope goes down too low and the discontent gets too high, (laughs) yeah, you get kicked out. It's yeah, Um, the other one is where you mix in like sawdust with the food, oh, which makes it go further, but it pisses people off and they can get sick from it. So,
1: yeah, I mean, well, that just reminds me of like you know, during the war when they wanted strawberry jam and. Rationing was in effect, so they just—I think I can't remember what jam they made. It was like bramble jam or something. They was, just put wood chips in it. Uh,
2: they made it out of like rhubarb and sugar.
1: Yeah, it was, and the, yeah, they just put like little wood chips in it and pretended yeah. it was strawberry seeds. Yeah,
2: pretended it was little pips. Yeah. Mm. Um. But but yeah, so you have to make these decisions, uh, and uh, as you go through, and it's fucking brutal. Like the the manner of the game, like a, a run that go like my initial run that went phenomenally badly, like. Because it basically the game to- only told me um, how streets worked um, about <laughs> 10 minutes after I unknowingly had created an issue where there wasn't a street where there should be. Oh. Um, because, like, the first row of streets is kind of like a free gimme, but then the next row you have to manually place. Um, but you can't immediately tell that they're missing. Oh, good. Um,. And then the game told me about that, and I was like, oh, that's why my hunters haven't been going out, because no there was no street to the hunting shack. Oh, I have no food. And then it was just, someone has died, someone has died, someone has died, <laughs> someone, someone has died. died. someone has and I, was like, oh, I thought we were
1: doing the Doctor Who theme. I got no, me into it. No. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds a bit like Banished, honestly. It, yeah. I, I with the, how, like, the brutalist kind of like, oh yeah, you like you don't realise at the time that maybe you've got like a bit of a, a um, deficit of food. And then in like and that doesn't really make itself known until like the next season where everyone just starts dying.
2: It's it's banished, but way more brutal and um, seemingly with more to it. Because banished's biggest problem was that it was once you got past its initial sort of shtick, it didn't
0: have much to it.
2: Uh, great game yeah Um, that's that's
0: my biggest issue with Banished really Mm. enjoyable but once you hit a point there's not much else to do there's there's
1: nothing to do there's no buildings that you can just Mm. spend resources on or anything
2: Um, but um, from what I've played so far which isn't that much granted but yeah Frostpunk seems really really good Um, so thank you to little Mikey who gifted it to us Um, it's also the sort of game where I don't know if that's I don't think we could make like a Sniperwood play out of it uh, it might work for a stream, a stream or something. Game, yeah, maybe. I've, um, seen, I've
1: seen a few people stream it.
2: So uh, you might see us do something with that at some point because it is good. Um, the second game is one that I played on stream with Longfang uh, for the, the cooperative
1: Thursday. For cooperative Thursday, <laughs> um,
2: which is a game called Steep that was free on UPlay a little while ago.
1: Yeah, the biggest uh, problem with that is that you have to interactive you, <laughs> you play that is yeah. a problem. Um, that's the price now i'm afraid
2: what steep is is uh, a game where you go on snowboards skis
1: it's about um, snow sports
2: and yeah go down mountains and you can have wingsuits or weird jetpack things to fly around um you know there's all, all sorts of things you can do and different activities uh, to go and do um, and the physics engine's pretty decent for managing, like, how, how you're skiing and snowboarding around. I
1: like the footprints.
2: Yeah, you'd like, you need proper footprints and lines in the snow where you, your things have gone. And it's, like, it's a decent little game and you can, you know, play it in multiplayer and everyone's kind of skiing around and on, on this huge, like, area. But it has some slightly surreal problems that we found out when you play it, when we were playing it on stream. Um, Some of these are more fun than others. Um, But yeah, the game has a few problems that uh, became apparent when we started to stream. Um, Some are funnier than others. Um, One of which is that if you equip a wingsuit and you push forward, then you will just jump straight forward horizontally. (laughs) um, And so just face plant the floor instantly. And just make a snow angel, basically. That
1: sounds pretty amazing. That's the supposed- opposite of a problem, honestly.
2: what you're supposed to do is walk to the edge of a cliff, put the wingsuit on, and then dive.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> that's boring. I want to literally just put, like, I don't know, like an $800 wingsuit on and just immediately faceplant into a pile of snow. Yeah. Because that's something I would actually do.
2: Um, the <laughs> challenges that are there in the game um, also have an issue that's sort of similar which is because you quite a lot of the challenges you're not going to do in one go you have to like repeatedly try um to be able to beat them because it'll be like a time thing or uh you know try and beat this medal and especially if you're playing with like someone else like um cooperatively well not cooperatively because it's just you're just kind of in there together um but it'll like compare your time so if you're trying to beat each other's time then you'll be repeating it Uh, The problem is, if two people, and that doesn't have to be the same two people from your group, it can be anyone who's on there at the same time, uh, it's possible to spawn inside them and be instantly thrown off (laughs) your board or whatever. Just like real life. Ruining your run in seconds. Um, And the other thing is is that there's basically no structure to the damn game. So you kind of pop in and it's like, hey, go shred some gnarly lines on fucking mountain. (laughs) It's not actually that bad. Go carve
1: some powder, bro. It's actually actually not that bad at all. Um, You see, I thought it was literally just a game where Red Bull is being advertised at you and then occasionally you get to ski.
2: I mean, that is broadly accurate also.
1: That's one of my biggest complaints (sighs) with sports games.
2: The, ad, the the incessant advertising. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, close. It can be. It can be pretty egregious in some. So of them. This look, one. This one is is not that bad, but it has its fucking moments. So
1: when you and Longfang were streaming this, I was like on the couch painting, and I just remember very vividly hearing. So I'm jumping out of a Red Bull helicopter after I've just shotgunned an entire Red Bull. Fuck you. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's going well."
2: <laughs> yeah, that that was a particularly egregious scene of um, product placement. <laughs> but like the the way the whole game works is you just go from play, you just go from like event to event, beat each event, and then by beating events, you unlock more events. But the better events are just sort of
1: the same thing, the
2: same kind of thing. So it's you you unlock more outfits for your guys, but that's about it. You it see, just, it
1: it feels like this is not a game you should pay for, I and like I think free is a decent price <laughs> for it. Because like know. if it's just, I mean, like how how would you feel? Would you would you feel slighted if you paid full retail price for this?
2: Very much so, yes. Yeah, because you. there's just there wasn't really much to it. Like we played it for like three hours on stream, so it's not like the the core cool gameplay wasn't bad. Like it's kind of fun to just ski around and provided and, you have someone to play with. Like um, this. I mean, I don't know. I think it, you'd probably have some fun on your own doing it, just just kind of dicking around with it. But there's so little structure to it that you just get to a point where you go, why am I doing this? Like, I mean, I know I'm gaining points to do this, but, like, why? I've not had a good reason to explain why I should do this. Mm. Uh, although it is funny... So you can
1: buy more Red Bulls?
2: <laughs> well, every now and again, it's like... Um, The writing team that was on the game Got angry that they had no work to do So they'd write a monologue From the perspective of a mountain And then they'd get a voice actor To enact that And then there's a mission Where you have to Ski close behind someone Because it's like a film And then the monologue will play So it's basically like those missions In Grand Theft Auto Where you have to keep close to someone Who's driving Uh. away Except unlike the Grand Theft Auto ones that are fucking finicky and annoying. And um, tedious. This, this is one where you can get so far away from the person that it completely nullifies any point in it being a challenge. The only way to fail it is to slam into a tree so hard your character gets KO'd. That's okay. pretty much the only way to fail those. Mm-hmm. So, so if,
1: if I'm thinking of this correctly, it's literally like a, a chase mission from GTA that sucks. And you're just like... You're so... There you are, on the mountain, and you hear a voice going, And then we go forward, like a breath exhaled from the earth. And then you spawn inside someone and get flung 400 feet to the left.
2: I mean, you're kind of compacting a lot of different uh, experiences within the game, but, you know, I think that's actually a pretty valid... Um, it, it, it's a vertical slice of what yeah, you're encounter. Yeah, yeah, out. that's yeah. good. Yeah, okay. Um, what i will uh, to finish up to say about steep it is a game that when we finished playing it for the stream i i did i ha- i i had fun playing it i did not dislike the game but i did instantly uninstall it the moment we finished okay so yeah. that's my review it's not bad but i did uninstall it the moment i stopped playing it. <laughs> you can put that on the box if you like Ubisoft. yes yeah um yeah. that's good um However, that was a work of art compared to the last game that I played.
1: Okay, oh, we've gotten to terrible now. Okay, everyone brace yourselves.
2: So, the very last game I played was something that was um, sent to us uh, by our good friend Dicko.
1: Yeah, he's from Derby.
2: Yeah, he's from Derby. <laughs> um, he's in that
1: Derby based Scar <laughs> band.
2: It's fine, let it go. <laughs> um, the game in question. Is Hentai Shooter 3D. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, he sent me I... that ages ago and I just refused to install it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd just like to walk you through the experience of playing Hentai Shooter 3D. Okay,
1: I can see that you, I can presume that your dick is still attached, so I'm guessing it's not that good.
2: Well, I think actually uh, my penis did the opposite of becoming wrecked. Do you it, have an um... It, it became somehow more flaccid.
1: Okay, it so, reminds me of a joke we used to have where, you know, when something was really good, you'd go, wow, that was so good I came. And then if something was really bad, you'd go, wow, that was so bad I went. Yeah. So did yeah. you went? I
2: went, yes. Oh no. So, the experience of playing the game, you boot it up, and... Uh, you encounter a menu screen that I think calls it 3D Hentai Shooter so it's like the Noah's Ark three D thing where the <laughs> but name somehow is somehow way less the sexy. name is slightly different for some reason. <laughs> and the menu has no words on it, so it's all symbols. Um to just, you know, to say what you're supposed to do. It's it's for the most part understandable. Um but also it has um JPEG artifacting um that is on par with oh Like you remember, flash games from before flash could store JPEGs very well. Yes. Yeah, we're talking that sort of level. Oh. Um, Then you start up the game and you see the controls and you go, "Oh shit! These these this has no mouse control. This this controls like Doom before you could use a mouse mouse inputs. Oh god! Wow. Okay. So it's a two point five D game, very very basic looking. Um, You walk around your house for a little bit um and then you find a pickle right uh, which the the main character uh makes some noises about uh, what do
1: they just do they say anything or is it just like sex noises
2: sex noises
0: uh,
2: right. honestly when he picked up the pickle and he started making weird noises i was like if, if this is a pickle rick like joke he's leading up to i'm literally uninstalling the game now i would um, burn the
1: hard drive but
2: it wasn't it wasn't so at least there was that now you then go through a portal and you end up in the world of. Uh, it's, it's basically a world where hot women are trying to kill him for reasons. Um, because now, he's
1: a fucking the protagonist and hentai shooter. Now, know?
2: initially, uh, all the pickle pickle does is that's your weapon and you hit people with it. Okay. So, you encounter. So um, you basically
1: pickle swafel in them?
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, are you going to explain what that means?
1: Swafellen is a Dutch word which means to repeatedly, like smack, not in a violent way, just kind of like repeatedly tap your penis on something. Yes,
2: oh. uh, I'm it's, glad...
1: a, it's a phenomenal word. I love the Dutch people yeah. for having a word for that. It's phenomenal.
2: Um, so you encounter your first, uh, your first lady, um, who is significantly taller than you, and is in a bikini. Hey, hey, some and, people like that. And um, fires projectiles at you. Uh, every time they fire, they uh, make a sex noise.
1: So it's like, Ehh!
2: yeah, and great.
1: That's just how I want the things location
2: to that they fire from is the crotch. <clears throat> um, Good. so they they're Good.
1: basically ping pong balling you. Yeah,
2: so you run up to her, and um, because they're so much taller than you, you basically slap this woman violently about the crotch with a pickle, whilst she makes the same sex noise. Over and over again because they take way too many hits to kill, and then has a big fucking cum and then just sits <laughs> on the ground.
1: See, I'm imagining these like just literally like slices of JPEGs. They're not even like there's no transparency or anything. So, <laughs> it's a not plain quite that white bad. background.
2: Um, and then you you end up with uh, you upgrade your weapon with a tomato. So then you fire a tomato at, at the ladies. And then repeat that, because that's the game. Uh, You go and just um, violently assault women with vegetables. Just just Uh, throwing
1: vegetables at women.
2: Whilst they make uh, wholly uncomfortable noises at you. It's a thing that exists. It is not very good, but it only would cost you, if you wish to buy it, right now, because the sale's on 39 English pence.
1: You see, that's a lot of money, considering that I guarantee you that person has stolen artwork from everywhere.
2: I do not believe they have, actually. I believe it has been either commissioned or drawn specifically for it. And I say this because you can also both buy an uncensored version of the game, and... Get high res PNGs of the of the ladies in question. Um, you see,
1: what I do when I want to find pornography is not spend money on garbage on Steam and just go and Google pornography. Do you want to know the
2: funny thing? Actually, <laughs> um, is that the yeah? Tell me the funny thing. The um, the uncensored version on the Steam store has like censored bars over everything. But then if you just go to the uncensored art, quote unquote art book, <laughs> you, can, you just- can just see them. <laughs> Uh, So I've I've seen, like, a a third of the book.
1: So, like, um, okay, so I'm going to ask. The uncensored image or the the actual images of the sexy ladies, if you judge them on their own as sexy pictures, how would you rate them out of ten?
2: I, uh, they're not great. (laughs) Not great? You, You don't find them very erotic? No, no, I do not. Also, I especially don't find it erotic since I'm supposed to be beating them half to death with a pickle. Yeah, that's fair. Um...
1: But it's okay, because they make that one anime sex noise.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit weird. Um, I mean, to I be fair, to say... I'm
1: thinking thematically. Like, hentai is so fucking weird anyway. It
2: has a lot of peculiar quirks. I've shown
1: you fucking weird pictures. Like, there was that one where some guy literally grabs a woman's stomach and yanks her ovaries out. Oh, and starts, like, massaging them.
0: Oh, yeah. There um... was,
1: like, that... Hentai is where, like, the understanding of anatomy goes to fucking die. There was another picture as well that I sent to our friend group. Drummond, Matt, you were very lucky that I didn't send this to you because I was like, Ash and Sarah have kids, so I don't want to send this to group chat. There was <laughs> some girl, like, cowgirling this guy. And she reaches down, shoves her hand up her own butthole and starts jerking him off from her own ass. <laughs> Internally,
0: um, right. so
1: when you tell me that Hentai Shooter 3D is just throw vegetables at women until they fucking collapse, I am disappointed in how fucking tame and garbage. Well, that's that the sounds. thing; it's
2: on Steam, so there's a very hard limit as to um, as to how graphic it can be. So, if you're playing the uncensored version, like the coward that I am. Yeah, uh, then it's really just a very bad 2.5D shooter. Okay. However, there is a sequel and a Christmas special. So maybe maybe the formula <laughs> has has changed. Why it hasn't. Is a I looked.
0: Sequel?
1: Because people want to <laughs> fucking ruin my day. It's just
2: in fairness, you know, let's be straight up, it's just one guy making this shit. Yeah. And you know what? I've not made a video game that costs money, so... Yeah,
1: but I also True. will argue the point that this is a professionally... Like, this is a product that is available for purchase, so it is not above criticism. Oh, yeah, of
2: course not. Of course not. But um, then
1: again, you're going into Hentai Shooter 3D, yeah. so... I, I think that's
2: that's it. If it's... you haven't
1: gotten that maybe it's not a fully developed game there... Then I guess that's that plays to your naivety.
2: <laughs> do you want to know the funny thing? No. Is that there was uh, one of two games there that I was going to play. Um, and I was... Uh, of a game that I was like... I, you know, this is something we probably wouldn't ever do anything for a video. So I'll try and get through some of the backlog. Um, my choice was to play either Hentai Shooter 3D or Hatred.
1: Um, oh, I'd... Okay. So I like, think I made the right choice. Hentai Shooter 3D over Hatred any day. Because <laughs> Hatred is just fucking... <laughs> Eye-rolling
2: garbage. Um, but yes, so uh, my three games are Frostpunk, that was quite good. Steep, that was m- mediocre. N- eh, and a Hentai Shooter 3D that was terrible. So a gradient of video games. Mm. Uh, also a pretty big gradient of fucking, um, like, money there as well. Yeah, like,
1: you've got the whole, uh, one, the whole one's kind like of a budget. You, yeah, one... Wow, dude.
2: One's, like, a Ubisoft-funded, you know, kind of game. One's kind of a a, a well-made indie game. And one's some weirdo in his, like, fucking bedroom. You know, honestly,
1: (laughs) yeah, it's like, I've never understood, like, that kind of thing. Like, I mean, if, if people... Like, I'm not sitting there going, if you like games that have nudie elements i'm not saying that if you like those there's something weird with you or or i'm I'm not shaming you and i'm not calling you an idiot or anything i'm just i don't understand that personally it's like because if you want to go look at sexy anime girls there's literally billions of terabytes devoted to that online (laughs) that you can just look at and then you could just like what you can do i tell you what is play Doom, and every time you kill a monster, pause it and just look at a a, a sexy anime titty. You could. You could. Because, like, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I get, like, say, a porn game where, like, say it's a visual novel, and you can kind of, like... You can forge relationships with people and eventually, like, do do the fuck with them. I get that. But when it's just... Oh, you're you're basically, like, 2.5D throwing tomatoes at static JPEGs. It's like, why...
2: I don't, that's the other thing uh, because it's so low res it's very heavily pixelated porn too which uh, is <laughs> so it's
1: proper hentai then uh, um,
2: yeah yeah I, 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 I understand what you, you're saying there like I i got no issue with porn games like you no know, honestly you know I, can, I think
1: there should be more and I think people should take them a bit more seriously because there is like a market there oh yeah uh,
2: the, the part that I just always kind of confuses me is like porn elements like Hastily slopped over mm. like existing kind of game genres, yeah. so it's like, oh, it's like this is oh, it's a two point five D shooter, but with tits. Like, okay,
1: yeah. I mean, it's like Duke I, Nukem already
2: did that. You know that, yeah. Right? yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess hentai shooter three D does, does a way better at like being respectful. It like,
2: absolutely does not
1: <laughs> than Duke Nukem three D. Yeah, I'd say that's a close one for me. From my I'm opinion. just
2: I'm just going to say in Duke Nukem 3D, you don't assault ladies' crotches with vegetables.
1: Okay, that's fair. Now that's the title of the podcast right there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wildly slapping a courgette about someone's nether regions.
1: I'm going to say like the, the choice of vegetables is is not good because that kind of stuff can lead to all sorts of horrible kind of like problems down there for for basically any gender.
2: Yeah, yeah. You you it's, shouldn't use fruit. Oops, you shouldn't yet. use you shouldn't. fruit.
1: No, that's like you know the whole like. I know it's a meme, but flared base. You know, like <laughs> let, let's let's go for that. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna do a fuck, do a fuck or or a sex toy responsibly. Come on.
2: Just don't go and find a uh, a cucumber. Uh, then, no, uh, don't
1: do that because it's not. It's like there was like.
2: I feel like we've got somewhat off the beaten path here. I have Slightly, to talk about Slightly.
1: banana deep throating though.
2: I, okay, you know what? I'm just going to ask you what you've been doing.
1: Banana deep throating. You have not. No, I have not.
2: Because we, you, you don't like bananas, so we don't I fucking have. Fucking hate in the bananas. Flat.
1: They're disgusting. I refuse to be within 30 feet of a banana. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and the flat's probably about 30 feet at its widest points. So yeah. uh, a banana physically cannot be in the flat.
1: Not. God won't let it. God
2: will not let it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I've been, I've been doing a few things. Honestly, uh, like mental health wise, it's been a really rough month for me. So. I haven't really been in the place for trying new things. Um, I have, however, been kind of knuckling down with Critical Role, and that has been just a fucking joy. Oh, yeah. I'm up to episode 27 or 8. Okay, of the
0: second campaign. Of the
1: second campaign. I haven't listened to the first one. I'm going for the second one. Um, And I have sobbed my fucking heart out. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, I've sobbed my heart out. Happy tears really upset tears i've laughed my fucking ass off <laughs> i felt fucking angry because the story dictates it i'm not angry at anyone <laughs> but like it is just that's why i play D, and it is so amazing it's so awesome to see them like these these group of like nerdy friends just have fun because that's why i love D D so much and mm-hmm. it's that's a really nice it's a really comforting kind of warm feeling just to see other people play D as well i, I that. like especially because they're, they're all fucking voice actors so they're all really good at acting and and like kind of getting their characters like actual like uh realizing their characters and, and whatnot and matt mercer is just he's not human He's nope. so good at that stuff. It's just
2: like, what? Can I make a, a small interjection? Yes. So a while ago, someone asked uh, in a question of who everyone's like favorite uh, critical role characters were. Yes. Uh, I, I basically said, I don't know, because I have never seen But you, never you've seen been it. absorbing a lot of it,
1: because um, I've been having it on a
2: lot. Because of you've been watching it so much, I have seen enough of it that I can now say that from at least the second campaign that you've been listening to, uh, my favorite characters... Would be either Not or Jester, depending on who spoke last. <laughs> <laughs> they are amazing,
1: aren't they? Yes. Yeah. I, I love them a lot. They're very good. But I, I love all of them so much. Mm. And Have yeah. I seen
2: just enough to how to develop that much of an opinion?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm about an hour into the live one that they did, which is really, really? weird. Also, Sam Regal's costume for that is... <laughs> fucking on point
2: you have described it to me and i feel like i need I'll to go describe and look it. at it
1: i'll describe it again for people who might not know <laughs> um so it's it's i can't remember which convention it's at but you know they all come out they're introduced one by one sam regal is the second last to come out he comes out on rollerblades which he's <laughs> very good at by the way oh i think
0: he's good at everything i think i think like...
1: you're right yeah and so he comes out like a fucking like like badass in like this hot pink PVC leotard, long <laughs> sleeves, high like high high crotch. Yep. And he's got like like on the sides of his face, he's like painted like a butterfly, kind of like lo- like colourful lines. Right. And this 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 pink leo- PVC leotard has got these huge spiky, padded shoulders. <laughs> and he comes out and he's just like. Rolling around, and he's also got... You know those push lamps that you can put batteries in? Yeah. He's got one of those in his crotch.
2: Good, good. So he's
1: got, like, this glowing crotch. (laughs) He's dressed in that amazing leotard, face painted up to the nines, and on rollerblades. And he just comes out and is amazing. (laughs) And then, like, Matt Mercer comes out, because he's the last one to be introduced, and he's kind of like, fuck, um... It's me, the poor bastard who had to come out after <laughs> Sam Riegel.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess he had to had to um, top his costume from the year before because I think the year before, at least the live episode that I saw of, in, in I think this is in the previous campaign, he comes out in like a yellow skin tight morph suit onesie thing. That sounds amazing. With like, because they always joke that he's got like a cube dick or something. Yeah. So he just had like a box stuffed under the like, skin suit, so it looked like he had this giant... Oh, I see it, I co- see it. That's yeah. pretty gorgeous. But yeah, I've just yeah. shown
1: Wib the pink costume. What okay. do you think, Wib? That's a look. That's amazing, is it? Go on, it? Send,
0: it th- send it through on the Skype for me as well. Okay. I'm, we need a live reaction to...
1: <laughs> to Sam Regal just being an absolute fashion, like, powerhouse. Emmy, Emmy award-winning Sam Regal. <laughs> Emmy
0: award-winning Sam Regal. I feel like we should, I like we should point out, wow, that...
1: Isn't he okay. glorious? That's amazing.
0: I, I love that.
1: Oh, Sam Regal. What an absolute <laughs> fucking boss.
0: I feel Emmy award-winning Sam Regal
2: should probably be the name of this episode. <laughs> just that image. I'm just
1: If I can be half as funny as Sam Regal, I can die happy. And I don't think yeah, I'll like die happy. And like a quarter as talented.
0: Yeah. <laughs> be great.
1: But yeah, um, I have been okay, cool. thoroughly enjoying great. that. You're right.
0: <laughs> Not sure I am.
1: <laughs> is 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 it just like Emmy Award winning, winning Sam Regal is haunting your dreams now? Yeah. In in the best way. In the best way. Yeah. But yeah, um, and I'm I'm a couple of hours into the live one. And again, I'm just thoroughly enjoying it. I'm I'm basically having it on a lot of the time when I'm playing games or whatever. And it's it's just been a joy, honestly. And Yeah, like, every time, like, when I'm going to the gym, I'm listening to it. So even at full volume, I can hear those really annoying gym bros, like, screaming and, and like, roaring as they lift weights.
0: Good, good.
1: I'm not going to get into that, but it does kind of boggle my mind a bit. Mm. But yeah. So I've been having that on while I've been playing things like Darkest Dungeon.
2: Yes, you've been playing that a lot again, haven't you? I
1: have, yeah, we played it for a stream last week, and I've just been looking for an idle kind of game, like one of those games you... I've been looking for a podcast game, basically, so I could listen to Critical Role more. And I've installed a few mods, because honestly, I think the difficulty in that is not fun for me.
2: There, There are certain points at which Darkest Dungeon hits a difficulty point that... It's just unfun. You... Unless the difficulty is what you find fun about the game. Mm.
1: Well, the thing is, I don't mind a challenge, but it's like the first time I ever played it, and this was without, without any mods, apart from I think I had some texture mods, so mm. I could have different like an increased color palette for my for my heroes. Yeah. Um. Like, there's a guy called Wolf or whatever. It, it's like a um an invasion event where this this guy comes in and invades the hamlet, mm. and I, I only had like th- like three level sixes, which is which is max level. So I sent them in. Every single one of them died so easily, even though I had like the best. That was literally the best I could do. And I just stopped playing because I was like, it took me hours and hours and hours to get those people to that level, and I'm not. And they have all gone immediately. And it's like you you can very rarely get a like resurrect someone from your graveyard. Yeah. But that's like a really rare town event. And like I was just like this is so unfun. I'm dreading this. I don't want to play anymore. So I just I just stopped playing it. And I've I've installed a bunch of mods that have made it a bit easier and to the point where it's manageable. Yeah. Whereas before, for me, it was unfair. And once you get to unfair territory, I don't fucking care. And I'm so fucking... Yeah. I'm emotionally exhausted and I don't care.
2: Like, I've been thinking about this because I had a set of very, very similar experience with Darkest Dungeon. Um, which is, I think, the thing that really separates it from a lot of other games that... You could compare to it like roguelike sort of games. Like binding of Isaacs and the like is that a run on the Binding of Isaac the you get a bunch of shit like that is really unfair on like just some shit drops. Um the RNG is not lost RNG to you. doesn't doesn't please you. Even if that happens right at the end, like the longest you're going time you're probably going to have like lost is like half an hour. Because each run is its own thing. Whereas Darkest Dungeon, because you're running with like a full group
1: it's, it's like there's a lot of grind
2: there. yeah you have to grind things out for individual characters if you want to get them to be tough enough to deal with certain things so you end up with this situation where you know you kind of get attached to these characters and then you can encounter a situation where they just die and you basically didn't really have any warning and it's it because you've got so much more investment in it it can be really disheartening it can, um, it can
1: like exactly it, it just kind of sapped all my energy and i'm like i understand that it is the the contention the the point of it is that it's it's a hard game mm. and like permadeath is a thing i understand before anyone starts getting cranky and me going well, what game do you think you were playing but the point of the matter is is that yeah you get to that point and then i basically hit a brick wall because my characters weren't strong enough, and if if you ignore that, at least I don't know if you could ignore it at the time, because like there's been a lot of changes since I last played yeah. it. Where when I first played it, it was quite early on in its release, where um if you had a level three or plus character, they wouldn't go and do an a like a like a low level quest. They just yeah. wouldn't do it, or like certain characters, like re- there's like certain religious characters who wouldn't go into a dungeon with say an abomination or something like that so there was a lot of like well i can't send these characters together because the game forbids it it was it was a lot more trickier and nuanced so it was like i got all my best characters that i'd really poured a lot of time effort and energy into wiped out in an instant and i was like well i'm I'm, no i'm I'm that level appropriate. I don't expect to just breeze through it, but I literally basically got fucking insta-killed. And it was like, this isn't fun.
2: Yeah, I remember encountering that the boss you're talking about and that the difficulty increase. To it was call. shocking. Because I, when I encountered it, I'd been getting through um, bosses and things actually all right. And then I got to this, this one encounter and just got my party completely decimated. Like, wasn't even close. And I was just like, oh, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. But <laughs> um, like, I mean, yeah.
1: with my mods and stuff, I've, I've, you still lose people. Yeah. It's just, I feel it's a lot more fair. Yeah. So like, I've lost a few characters already, but it's like, you know, I sit there and go, well, that was unlucky and I don't feel like I was robbed. Because that was the big thing where basically in the old, like, in the first time I played was I felt like I'd been cheated. Yeah. Because the difficulty was such a fucking high spike. Whereas now I'm like, no, with this mod, it's it's a lot more fair. And it, again, it's still tricky. You've got to think about things, which I don't mind. <laughs> I don't want to just breeze through. And I've honestly, it's been so much more enjoyable. And I can listen to Critical Role while I play, so I'm, I'm super <laughs> okay with it. Um, but yeah, that's an older game. So yeah, I've, I've been enjoying that. Um... Played a little bit of The Sims 4 because that was free, the base game, you know, EA going, come and play The Sims 4 where 90% of the actual content is blocked off behind microtransactions and expansion packs. Wink, wink.
2: Oh, there are so many expansion packs for The Sims 4, it's absurd. It's
1: gross. Like, honestly, EA, just fuck EA anyway. I think, like, it's not, it's not a controversial statement. No, no, it is (laughs) not. not. So yeah, it's I'm I'm just gonna mod it to heck anyway, and I only ever buy stuff for The Sims when it's on like an outrageous like bit of discount. Yeah, because that's the only way to do it. And I was actually quite surprised. So Sims Three, I've played a lot of that because Sims Two won't work on my machine anymore. If it if it ever worked at all, because The Sims has never been well optimized. Yeah. Um. And honestly, playing The Sims 4, it's it booted up pretty much straight away. Whereas with The Sims 3, you have to wait for fucking ever. I've got a good machine, so it's
2: like... The thing is, The Sims 3 was... Um,
1: uh, there's like a memory like, leak in it, so the longer you play it, the laggier and more broken yeah, it gets. Um, the,
2: the Sims 3 is um, a game that, like architecturally speaking is a fucking mess. It, it is. Like, yeah. no part... Like, it just has about eight different ways it can break on any given day.
1: Yeah. But, like, I, I've played just a little bit of it, and honestly, there's, like, new kind of moods, which I'm not... I, I'm gonna get my head around it eventually, but, like, for now, I'm just a bit overwhelmed. And you can, you still have your needs and everything. And I, I made a sim, and I was really... Actually, really pleasantly surprised. So... You can pick male or female, and then you can pick nuances to that. So, I like, say say you pick a male sim, and then there's, like, a drop-down, and it goes, do they have a masculine or feminine frame? And I'm like, oh, so I can have a feminine-looking ma- male sim. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. You can also decide if if that sim, regardless of, like, gender, can get sims pregnant, become pregnant, or neither, And Mm. whether they use the toilet standing or sitting Mm. regardless of gender. And I was like, this is awesome. Mm. I was so like taken aback by it. I mean, I am going to be like, well, there was no like, like there's, there was only male and female. There should have been like a, another like, like non-binary kind of that maybe, maybe in the Sims six, that'd be really nice (laughs) to say. But like, I think that was a really, that's a really positive start. And I, Mm. I'm like, I'm so into that. I was like, Oh wow! No, even for a big evil fucking company like EA, this is a really positive thing. Yeah, I was super hyped about. Especially
2: because you know people quite often make themselves. Yeah. In The Sims, so you know.
1: Well, it's just it's just really I just really really think that's cool. You could also choose their walk cycle, so you can have like you know like um, uh like vampires in The Sims two and three. Yeah. How they walk like, tr- like 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 um. So, you know, like Count Orlok from Nosferatu. Yeah. You can kind of have them walking like that. Like, they'll just walk down the street like that. And I'm like, that's great. (laughs) As you do. As you do. So, yeah, like, and the design is cool. You can also pick what clothing your Sim prefers. So if they prefer more typically masculine or feminine clothing. Mm. And I'm like, that's, oh, that's really cool. So, yeah, I'm going to be playing more of that, obviously, because it's The Sims and that's something I can never fucking escape but no I just wanted to say yes it is my curse but no it's like I just wanted to mention it because that was just such a nice thing to see like Hmm. it genuinely gave me the happy tummy feelings I
2: don't think I ever heard anything about that when it was launched either maybe that's that's something that's come in through add-on well
1: if you didn't hear Hmm. that it was literally ruining the gaming industry then I guess no one really yeah
2: but the sims (laughs) the sims operates in its own weird bubble so Mm. so like things that happen with the sims tend to don't really get widely mentioned yeah, a lot of the time
1: yeah but like i mean again i'm credit where credit's due that was awesome to
2: see yeah yeah absolutely
1: um i've seen a couple of things yeah so yeah I've, i'm watching cowboy bebop yeah okay which is like 20 years old yeah and i'm finally getting around to it
2: yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. I've seen like two episodes of it. I'm like, yeah, I should well, really watch it. We've got it.
1: Crunchyroll for like a month, so...
2: Oh yeah, we got a free month from something, didn't
1: we? Yeah, from uh, Twitch. Because oh, we yeah. keep forgetting to cancel Amazon Prime. <laughs> so we're like, ah, fuck it, might as well get 30 days free of Crunchyroll.
2: I'm basically just keeping it around until Good Omens comes out so I can watch it. Yeah, that's
1: fair, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, it's it's weirdly paced. It's, I, I think it's just because it's old so it's older but like no i'm 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 enjoying that so far and it is weird to see a a dog be drawn like a dog in anime because <laughs> like I'm used to like sailor Moon's like fucking cat where it's got like huge anime eyes and it's like Fwah.
2: very cartoony very drawn. cartoony
1: but no that this one is like it's just an actual corgi I, Aine, I, isn't it Aine, yeah I showed web part at the start of an episode where there's there's a character who's like goes to get something out the fridge to eat, and there's just a can of dog food. And she looks over, and there's Ayn, the doggo sitting there with an empty bowl, being like like whining and being like boof bork, and then like you know with their tongue out, just like looking hopeful. And she's like ah, so she takes it out of the can, she opens it up, and like well, the dogs like staring really hopefully, and then she starts eating his dog food, and the and just the dog stops in the way that it's like, it's it's obviously being animated and it's it's like, it's panting because it's got its tongue hanging out and then it just stops and it was the most perfect portrayal of dog shock I've ever seen where it just like, what? And then she's like, if you want to eat, you've got to earn it. So like, go find your own food, you jerk. It just wanders off and the dog's like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> it was, honestly, I'm not doing it justice. It was very, like, if I could like, if I if I had visual I could I could do it but yeah you you could uh, but, but this I is don't. unfortunately
2: a non-visual medium. I
1: know. <laughs> Fucking kicks my ass but yeah no there's like some funny jokes there's some good like emotional parts. It's it's I still find it weird. I don't know why. I just it's it's kind of strange to me. In a, in a weird way. It is
2: of a very certain time when it's... Yeah, I think that's what What little yes, I've man. seen of it, it's got a very different tone to mo- nearly every modern anime. There's a lot Which of, I think is, yeah. You
1: know... There's, there's not a lot of incidental music. A lot of it's very quiet. So there'll be like, there'll be like just two people talking and it'll be quiet, apart from say like the hum of like a refrigerator or something. And it's like, that's very poignant to me because I'm not used to silence basically mm. especially in like it's kind of an action anime in a weird way and it has so many quiet moments that i guess that does kind of comparatively make the the louder parts a lot more noticeable or like i'm having trouble i'm tripping yeah. over myself but you know what i mean yeah no no uh,
2: i i think it is i mean it's it's old and it's it's generally made for a slightly more mature audience
1: so um, i don't know what the fuck i'm watching yeah <laughs>
2: So, it, do, it does have a very, a very unique kind of tone to it, so, to it, as well as being of a certain time. Yeah, so there's, there's a yeah. lot,
1: and you know, it's, it's ticking a lot of boxes, so. But no, I'm going to keep up with that, because I am enjoying it. Hmm. Um, and the last thing I've seen is Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yes, we both nice. went to go see Detective Pikachu. We did go to see Detective Pikachu, and there was only three of us in the theatre. Yeah. <laughs> there was, like, one other guy in there who... Oh, no, there was, like, there was two other guys in there, and one of them left halfway through.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. It's like, wow. oh, it's like, oh, I didn't see, get to see Mr. Mime's dick, I'm fucking leaving, yeah? Like, all right, Carl, calm down.
2: Oh, he was waiting to see, uh... He wanted to see if Gardevoir would suck a cock. Because, <laughs> basically, DeviantArt had led him to believe that's the only thing Gardevoir could so do. So
1: he thought he was watching a dude. Is that how movie? you say the name? I've only ever seen it yeah, I think down. it's Gardevoir, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is going to be like, Well, actually, I think you're pronounced as Gardevior, and I will fucking personally hunt you down and shit you It's your fine mouth. if it's
2: not in the first 151 Pokemon, then it's not real to me, anyway. What so. about Togepi? Okay, Togepi's allowed to exist. What about Mew? Mew's 151.
1: No, that's Mewtwo.
0: And Mew, uh, Mewtwo's 150.
1: What about. Mm.
0: 151 isn't in the original 150, though. Yeah, but Mew was
2: sort of... <laughs> I, and I Thank said, you, M- is, I, okay. say, I said 151. Oh, did
0: you? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. okay.
2: I'm consistent with my pedantry.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, no, it was... It was a weird movie, but I don't... I didn't expect it to be Citizen Kane, <laughs> i mean can you imagine if you expected it to be like fucking the godfather or something
2: yeah no it's, it's very
1: it, <laughs> it's fucking detective pikachu it's very much a,
2: a movie for kids like so. <laughs> definitely is There's... it's got
1: ryan reynolds occasionally making the occasional like um like uh a bit more of a joke for the parents and the audience a yeah. bit more of a bit of a saucy joke
2: and it didn't lean too hard on the nostalgia element.
1: No, it was pretty good. Uh,
2: it could have done quite, you know, leaned on that quite hard, but um... it
1: did reference the original like Pokemon movie, yeah, which it was did, a yeah. nice touch because it wasn't in your face. It wasn't. It didn't let it hang in the air. It was very kind of like just, just a, a mm. mentioned in passing. It was, it was quite cool.
2: Uh, I will say that um, Pikachu um, viewed over the complete movie. Is uh, fucking adorable. Oh
1: my god, it's <laughs> so adorable.
2: <laughs> Although maybe not as adorable as the scene which has a shitload of Bulbasaur's.
1: I honestly, I that's probably what made that guy leave because at that point, while the Bulbasaur showed up, showed up, I just went, Aah! I made like this horribly annoying <laughs> noise because I fucking love Bulbasaur. He's awesome.
2: Good old I was
1: like, eh, I call him Bulbasaur because it's cute a cuter way of saying Bulbasaur, so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I have a Bulbasaur in Pokemon Go called Hunk. Good. <laughs> and I love him very, very much. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's like, I really like the way that they translated all of the way the Pokemon look into something more realistic as well.
2: Yeah, I've, cause I've been talking, I've mentioned this to a few people, like, I, th- I think I uh, think talked about it in the last podcast as well about how um,
1: the... <laughs> we were dra- dragging Sonic. Yeah, like the world maybe. feels
2: very alive and it's full of Pokemon and it feels like that's just how it is. Yeah,
1: it's, it's like no one's like like people are just walking through the street and like everyone has a Pokemon. It's kind yeah. of like so like yeah, you'll see people just wandering around with like a Growlithe, which by the way, I would kill somebody to get a pet <laughs> Growlithe. They're amazing.
2: Uh, I don't believe I did not see a coughing though.
1: I didn't see a coughing, Which either. I'm slightly
2: annoyed about because coughing's my favourite Pokemon.
1: I saw a Q-Bone uh, in the movie because yeah. Q-Bone's my favourite Pokemon. Um,
2: hmm. But there are a couple of things I'd like to mention about it, like, specifically. Um, I mean, there was, yeah, the whole thing of that they integrated them into the world, but they didn't change the designs much. So they're still the cartoony design, but just with realistic textures. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Which, Mime
1: is even more horrifying. Yeah,
2: which, I, the way I've described it to a few people is that... Um, is that it's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where rather than trying to like make these look realistic per se, it's like, no, this is just how they look in this world and just really committing to that, so you just kind of buy it. Yeah, it just works. Okay. Um, because you don't look at Who Framed Roger Rabbit and go, oh, well, that, that cartoon doesn't mesh, mesh with the background. You right? go, no, that, that's that just how that looks. That's just how this yeah. looks in and this I, world. I, I kind of found that while watching. I think just because it commits so much, you're willing to forgive mm. like the fact that they don't look like real animals because they're Pokemon. Yeah, they're Pokemon. Um, but a couple of things I'd like to, like to mention, which is, one, um, um, without giving spoilers, uh, the, the, the bad guy's kind of motivations. Because he's not in the movie very much. <laughs> Um, and then at the, and then when you kind of find out what's happening, when
1: you find out their motivations, you're kind of like, it um, sort of,
2: it's it escalates like three stages away from where it should have started really quickly. And you're like, okay, I mean, sure. But like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, there's a few weird points. Um, I mean, like there's, there's, there's also a couple of moments where the CGI is not good.
2: Yeah, there's a couple of there's a names. bit in like
1: a forest where yeah. like the the um, the floor is is moving and it just looks so fucking green screened. It's like, oh, it looks bad.
2: The other bit is without giving any spoilers, there is a part involving eyes, which is
1: horrific.
2: That is quite quite near the end of the movie, and it is slightly terrifying.
1: Not like Dead <laughs> Space, 2 terrifying. Just kind of creepy looking eyes.
2: Cronenbergian horror not good <laughs> it's it's really fucking weird um I was surprised that there is like a again without without giving spoilers there is something that feels like just a contrivance of plot all the way through the movie um and then at the very end you realise oh no wait shit that was a plot point yep and you're like, oh, well done, well done, that paid off. That's some good
1: foreshadowing.
2: Um, yeah, a bit of foreshadowing to it, but... Um... I mean,
1: I'd recommend Detective Pikachu, because it's just it's just a fun little, oh, huh, I like Pokemon kind of romp, and I'd see it again. Like, it's yeah, fine. It's... If, if someone put it on, I wouldn't, like, not
2: watch it. You're not missing the Earth,
1: no, but if it, you don't it, want to it, see
2: it, but also... It's... It
1: was enjoyable, it's a... It was enjoyable. Yeah, it's
2: fun enough. Yeah, it is funny. what it is. You it, know, yeah. it's, it's a kid's movie, and so, you know, you don't go into it expecting, like, fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, for a start, this has an ending that more people like. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
1: Anyway, uh, that's me done. Okay, okay. Um, Thank you for listening <laughs> to me. It makes me feel nice.
2: It's okay. We're all friends here.
1: Well I hope we're friends We're fucking married
2: <laughs> Well yeah <laughs> And the three was Are we? Yeah Yeah you? all of us Yeah yeah uh, And then we're... like
1: we're all married to Alphabus Who's our husband Okay yeah Collectively
2: yeah. We're also his parents It gets weird I'm also no. married
1: to Zoran Wait no I've divorced Zoran twice I think I can't keep up Zoran and I divorce a lot Yeah <laughs> okay. Yeah it's it's More a times world. than you've been married. I think so, yeah. But he, then again, he divorces everybody, you know. I don't want to say that Zoran's that guy, but he's the divorce guy. Um,
0: <laughs> so, moving on. Do we have any questions there, Matthew? We have we have a few quick questions. What's the yes.
1: email address? Drummer Matt.
0: Only Drummer at snipingweb at gmail.com. Yay! That it not me. <laughs> that
2: is indeed the email address.
0: All right. First up, Barbu Comedy. Okay. Um, greetings from the lowlands of scotland i've recently played through the new god of war and given snipes love of vikings and their mythology i can thoroughly recommend it
1: is this the new i'm asking a question i can't get any new information i'm wondering if this is the new god of war it he said they be, say yes. the
0: new God of War, so I assume they mean the new God of War.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe they've been in like a coma for sixty years, Drama Matt. You insensitive I... shit. I don't know. I don't, Snipe, don't want to assume Snipe. that they aren't Captain America, who's now living in Scotland.
2: Snipe. I'm what? just going to say that I believe that it is. It is a safe assumption when someone says "new God of War" that they mean the latest God of War, as opposed to them, as opposed to one that came out ten years ago. Mm. Um, I think that is a safe assumption to make f- going forward. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm glad we have some consistency on that. Yes. Mm. Um, so that was a the recommendation. Their question for Snipe for is... For me? For you, is where did your love of Vikings come from? Because for, for them, they, they did an archaeology dissertation on Viking swords in Scotland and Ireland, and then they, that got them really into Vikings.
1: Mm. Um... I think it's hard to pinpoint where it started, where the problem started. <laughs> but like I remember being quite young and just thinking kind of like Valkyries and like, you know, the, the female Morse warriors with all their plats and like hand axes looked really fucking cool and and then kind of just leaning into more like consuming more media like that and like, you know, getting into space wolves and but who are basically like heavy metal viking album cover and just kind of yeah just that i i, I can't think of any one point you just think they, you I just think they're neat yeah sorry that's such a disappointing yeah. answer but I, I just think they're neat <laughs> they're cool
0: yeah that's fair not everything has to have a you know massive reason it's just, yeah things yeah, are cool yeah.
1: this is something i've osmosed over the years <laughs> osmosed. yeah that's a word i know science
0: okay um so that so that we don't feel out feel left out Wib. Um, there's, there's a question there's a question from when us.
1: did you realize snipe was into vikings <laughs> <laughs> no
0: no the question for Wib and drummer Matt, what is your favorite ice cream oh. just so we don't feel left out it's probably that no. like ben and jerry's that has rollers in it
1: Oh, the Ooh. one that I keep buying what? for you, Caramel Choo Choo.
0: Yeah. Ooh, it's okay.
1: got like little knockoff rollers in it, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I nice. buy it for him every time it's on sale. <laughs> it's really good.
0: Oh, Ben & Jerry's has been on sale in our supermarket for like €2.50, which is like £2.20 or something. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I know, it's very dangerous.
1: My favourite, like, Ben & Jerry's is definitely like the chocolate, kind, like the ch- double chocolate kind of stuff. Mm. Which I'm not usually a huge chocolate person but I like chocolate ice cream I like good chocolate ice cream like Ben & Jerry's and I like the really cheap like garbage chocolate ice cream
2: (laughs) yeah because
1: if it's really chalky and gross for the most part
2: the shitter the chocolate ice cream the more you like it mmm so if you can get one that's like, I don't know, like uh, Farm Foods Home Brand. Oh, yeah.
1: That, okay, that wasn't the tits,
2: though. <laughs> I, I did have that occasionally. Yeah. Like the sort of chocolate... That no, was like
1: Jack Fulton's Home Brand. Yeah, it it's the sort worse. of thing that
2: most people would take one taste of and go, yeah, I'm not having any more. And I'm just like, you can eat that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah. What's your favourite drama bite?
0: It's a, it's a tricky question it's because like, in in my head, Ben and Jerry's is so far removed from ice cream. It's not even ice cream anymore. It's just Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. So I have I have favourite Ben and Jerry's flavours, but I feel like that? that doesn't probably either, either. Um, Can I guess? Pe- oh, go on.
1: I'd say one of your favourites is fish food.
0: No, that was my first. So it has a special place in my heart. Aww. But it's not my favourite. No, one of my favourites uh, the peanut butter cup one is amazing. And I appreciate neither of you like peanut butter, so neither of you, I'm not saying neither either of you should have it. Well, I like peanut but... butter.
1: I just don't like sugary peanut butter.
0: Okay, yeah. This is very American sugary peanut butter. Yeah. And yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> and then my other f- favorite Ben and Jerry's is Half Baked because it's all of the good things about chocolate fudge brownie but with the cookie dough pieces from the cookie dough ice cream yeah oh, okay. yeah that, that is nice because cookie nice. dough ice cream is it's fine but it's just vanilla ice cream so it's like it's a bit fine it's still ben and jerry's ice cream so it's still amazing but it's mm. no it's nowhere near as interesting but yeah half baked has just the best bits from cookie dough put into one of their other ice creams which is one of their best ice creams so yeah the, the, the,
1: their chocolate brownie ice cream is yeah. amazing yeah
0: yeah it's all the best things of that but also with cookie dough bits in yeah this podcast f- is brought to you by Ben and Jerry's. You fucking oh, sponsor yes.
1: us, you cowards. I want my <laughs> the fucking chocolate brownie ice cream. But no, I'm going to answer and say my favourite Ben and Jerry's is chocolate brownie. But my favourite ice cream is a billabong. Billabong ice poles are really good. Now, they in England are referred to as zaps. and oh, they, they, yeah. They oh, are they the they even same. count as ice cream? What?
0: It's more of an ice lolly, right? Yeah, a zap is uh I mean I guess it's, it's a
1: toffee ice ice cream. It's a toffee ice pole.
2: Yeah, it's kind of a it depends on your definition of ice cream. So really.
1: so we're talking about ice cream as like it has to be like fucking soft serve. It can't be like fruit flavored or nothing. It has to be like a fucking cornetto or go home, I guess. I'm sick of this fucking ice cream strawberry. You know actually,
2: I, w- I I think You know it's... what?
1: I like sorbet. <laughs> Fuck the lot of you.
2: I think I I think that a zap <laughs> Does exist on the fine line between lolly and lolly. ice cream. Yeah, lolly lollies ice. are not
0: ice cream, but yeah. Okay, so is where, is where like, I come from, of...
1: lollies are just sweets. Like and then like, Billabongs are ice creams or ice poles. You call them ice poles as well. That works. And like, so would a Magnum constitute an ice cream? Well, yeah, that's that's ice yeah.
0: cream on a stick. Yeah, that's, that's
1: just... ice cream. Yeah, it is literally
2: in. made of ice cream, so okay. there's there's no debate
1: there But like a Mivy or a Solero
2: wouldn't. No. No.
1: Oh. Well no,
2: a Solero would, because Solero's got ice cream inside it.
1: Okay. Has okay, because okay, that's okay. got like a has. But like a Mivy is just a solid like. <laughs> Which one's a Mivy? Those a Mivi? are like
2: well, I think That's it's... a Nottingham thing, isn't it? I
1: don't know, maybe. It's a Mivy. I don't know. I I'm not from Nottingham. <laughs> 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 but no, it's like Oh, like I guess a, like a Solero is like the solid, just fruit flavored block. They're kind of like the expensive like fruit equivalent of magnums, I guess. I think I might be thinking of the name. Yeah, right. yeah, no, no. But yeah, like, so you've... one of those would not be an ice cream.
0: No, no. If it's no, not no. if it's not made of ice cream, it's not an ice cream. Yeah, is my, a it's my yeah, it, it doesn't Celero have has dairy ice cream. Okay, it's I'm just not gonna, not gonna say we are cream. getting way deeper into this than it's necessary.
1: No, we need to discuss we need to, I just wanna We're have getting... a sensible online debate about ice cream. <laughs> we are
2: getting deep enough into this that I was I was in my head there going, okay, at what point do we cut this off? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Jerome, what's your favourite non Ben and Jerry's ice cream?
0: Um say I interpreted this as ice cream flavour, so I'm gonna stick with that, and it's just gonna be chocolate. Okay, go for the classic. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a really nice, there's a there's an ice cream place here that does really nice dark chocolate ice cream, which is really amazing. Ooh,
1: that'd give me migraines. So
0: <laughs> they also do an amazing coffee ice cream, which I can I I appreciate the taste of, but I actually can't eat it because I find coffee too bitter for me. And this coffee ice cream is such a strong coffee flavour; it's like it's too much for me. Ooh, so dude. you you might like it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Barbie Comedy, I hope that question was everything you dreamed of. Uh, yeah, sorry,
1: because... Next,
0: next next, up, Isaac. I've been DMing for a few years now, and I can't seem to make my NPCs memorable. What would you recommend to help them stand out more? A very large and fancy hat.
1: Okay, don't listen to Wib here. <laughs> listen to the two people who have actually DMed a campaign. <laughs> no offence, honey.
0: I'm taking a lot of offence.
1: Uh, you're not. <laughs> a Matt. What would you say?
0: Well, I mean, the way I, the the various people and characters that you remember from my campaign are all ones that basically you created because I had this camp person here, and then you just started like inferring shit, inferring things, which then I just made canon. So. <laughs> So having players who are very creative is a. Bit... <laughs> I appreciate that's not really something you can change or do wow. anything about. okay. I love this.
1: Like, I've been DMing for a few years. Can you give me tips on creating NPCs? Get better players.
0: <laughs> that is not okay. what I said. Being more creative does not mean better in any possible way.
1: Oh, wow. Fuck you, drama, man. I thought I meant something.
0: No, it's different and it's good and I appreciate it. But there's no good way of playing.
1: Oh, wow. Well, especially with... My my character, Nathan, there's no good way of playing.
0: Um, So, yeah, yeah, I I was thinking about this since I saw the email earlier, and I honestly, I'm not sure of a good answer, to be honest. What are your thoughts, Snipe?
1: I'm kind of, I come at it more from like a story writing perspective, Mm. which makes me sound like such an insufferable prick. (laughs) Um, So, please don't think that of me because it will hurt my feelings. But um, I guess just like. You have got to think what kind of characters you find interesting, and just hope that the characters, like the the um the people you're playing with, take the bait. Or like you know, I get like there's there's a lot of writing tools out there that are really helpful. So like that you can get random trait generators, mm. which can really help spice yeah. up characters because you like it's very easy to pick good like positive traits with a character. But that's not what's super memorable a lot of the time. So picking negative traits can kind of be helpful as well. I'm not saying make every like, every tavern keep like a kleptomaniac, like bitter old person. But like, you know, it's like just, that's it. It's just kind of like, it's just, for me anyway, It's mm. it's just kind of giving them interesting traits and, and just trying to see how that works and again like sometimes you can make the most interesting character
2: in the world but your players just won't take the bait i guess the other thing you could do is uh to to put this uh, basically to kind of reiterate what matt was saying but in a less uh judgmental way uh, <laughs> um, <ow>. piss off. <laughs> <laughs> um but if if you the shade is when people, when your players encounter characters, and you start to notice them gaining a bit of a head as to what they're doing. Oh yeah, satisfy be, the head canons, Don't guess. be afraid to lean into it a bit. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, we basically because Drummer Matt can't read his own writing because he's basically a doctor, and you can't—he can't read any writing. Sorry, Drummer Matt. <laughs> yeah. Fair. We in, we had like the the owner of the tavern that we're always hanging out in. We, like, you wrote down a name for this halfling guy. And when we went back, like, we hadn't been there very long, and Geronimo checked his notes and he just said, you know, I'm going to be honest, I can't read my own writing, and it just looks like the word Blurms. And that was hilarious to us. So we were like, oh, yeah, it's it's this guy, Steve. Hello, Steve. Steve Blurms. And that's just the halfling tavern keepers now, Steve Blurms, yeah. canonically. <laughs> And puts up with all of our shit, because we basically pay for him to send his children to university, <laughs>
0: basically. <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah, just mm. I I, say, I think there's yeah, that, that's a really good point. of lean into head cannons, because
2: like failing that make the character a large a large woman who can punch you through a wall, and you'll be amazed how many players get on well with that. Oh, <laughs> everyone
1: loves the big, tough lady. Oh, everyone loves the big, tough lady. Everyone loves the big tough lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I remember Johnny went on a date with the big tough lady
0: after oh, she next. fucking
1: like destroyed him <laughs> at arm wrestling. He, I, I, I had canon that as Johnny was so taken with her that he couldn't concentrate properly. That and she was like way stronger than he was anyway.
2: It was she was a Goliath.
1: Yeah, you came up to like her knees and she, you were like, "Do you want to go for a drink?" Sometimes she was like, "Yeah." Yeah. Like, okay. And you went on a date. And, and then it... I
2: whiffed my rolls so badly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's like that was like the second date, like game date we had, because <laughs> it's like Talos went on a date with 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 a strong, muscly lady from um, from the docks.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and that didn't go well either.
1: No, but the good thing is, like, you all parted as, like, quite amicable friends. Like, the, the romantic spark wasn't there, but you are still like super good friends.
0: So yeah. Like, it's nice. <laughs> hmm.
1: So, yeah, I hope, like, you've managed to glean any helpful information from that.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I did actually friend. have one more suggestion, which I thought while you were talking. Yeah. Um It's make your characters quite well-rounded in the in the sense that they're not if they're working a shop that isn't all they do like they why are they just like just i think what i was trying to do is give each character a bit of a motivation like okay why are they a shop worker it doesn't have to be paid you know it could be like they're just providing enough money to pay for food for their family or you know something or it could be like they
1: inherited it from their father
2: yeah but just having
0: giving each NPC a motivation for why they're doing what they're doing even if it's only very basic can actually can spark some interesting when you are starting to talk to from the NPC to the characters and having chats, then mm. rather than it just being a straight up, oh, that will cost this much or whatever. Some of that motivation might then bleed through and start interesting conversations. Mm. I guess because then you know you start
2: get each character starts to gain their own individual voice at that point. So yeah,
0: exactly.
1: But yeah, good question. That
0: yeah, 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 good. Uh, last up, James. Um, they remember that you mentioned. An Imperial Knight in previous podcasts and thought yes. they'd share, share their Knight Army that they've got. So I'll, oh, send, ooh, I'll okay. send you through a picture. They're pretty impressive pictures. Cool. All
1: right. So what I could say for this army, James, is that it's fucking Awesome. This is beautiful.
2: There's a lot of knights. There's a lot
1: of very well painted knights, and again, loving loving the renegade knight in the background. This is kind of like peeking out from behind like terrain, being like, you know, looming." Can it? Can fair. I be in the picture too? And they're like, "No, Jeff, you can fuck off, mate." And he's like, "Oh no,
0: renegade Jeff,
1: renegade <laughs> Jeff."
0: Well, funny you should say that. So, um, they they they, as well as 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 wanting to show you guys, they've also asked if um. If you have time, they would, they would like you to think of a name for their beloved army, since they're really bad at coming up with names. So you <laughs> haven't come up with a name boring. for an army, unless you want to call the whole army Renegade Jeff, which probably <laughs> won't work.
1: I want to call them Licorice Whip.
2: <laughs> uh maybe not. Um, I, I'm afraid. I How about
1: I Mint Chocolate Chip?
2: I, I think they probably want a. I'm going to call them friendly. Name. I'm going to
1: call them the Mean Green Machines. Because they're, they're green and gold. Okay. And I'm also going to call them the good boys.
2: The good boys. <laughs> the
1: good boys. This was a bad, bad thing yeah. to do, James.
2: Um. <laughs> honestly, that's one of those things where, like, un- unless you know what sort of thing someone's going for, like... Canon. It could can be quite difficult to let yeah. it come up with a name.
1: Hence, why I think um, they're called the Good Boys because they're adorable.
2: Yeah. Until un, uh, until then, you can call them the Good Boys. <laughs> uh, that's that's canon now. The Good
1: Boys and Naughty Jim. The Good
2: Boys and Renegade Jeff.
1: The Good Boys and Renegade Jeff. I like it. Yeah.
2: There we go. There we go. That's... Yeah. You are
1: legally obligated to yeah. call your army that. Um, you'll be hearing from our lawyer in the thirty days as of this post date. <laughs> But, yeah. Yeah.
0: Good. That is all the questions. don't okay, okay, cool. We have completed our contractual array- arrangement. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> okay, cool then. Uh, so, I guess that means that is the end of this podcast.
1: Yeah, I'd say for next time, send me in cute pictures of McCree from Overwatch because that's just the... Uh... The wallpaper I'm looking at, and I'm like, yeah, if you'll want to send me your favorite picture of McCree, that's cool. Uh,
2: I also would ask that you don't do that because uh, pictures don't play well for a listening audience.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> describe what you like about McCree specifically and send it to me so I can confirm. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's a little better. I'm not <laughs> sure how... I mean, I would say that that wouldn't really be good podcast content, but we did have a minor um, argument about what constitutes an ice cream earlier. <laughs> so what the fuck do we Hoisted know about? Hoisted
1: by your own petards.
2: Yeah, so um, <laughs> I guess, I guess I just am hopeful for a better, qu- a better quality of content, even though I know that often we don't necessarily provide.
1: I mean, I do feel I'm dragging both of you down
2: i don't know i think the i I think
1: (laughs) which is like that's 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 a net neutral thing to say
2: i mean the ice cream thing i mean it was you that was dragging us in that direction but we were both willing participants so i don't think anyone can really claim willing
1: participants (laughs) participants stockholm syndrome like you know victims i think i think we just
2: accepted that you know this is the sort of podcast where we go into it with a plan and you know end up having one minute we're talking about how that the horrors of, of of late stage capitalism and the
1: next minute we're arguing incessantly about what constitutes a quote unquote ice cream yeah although if, again if, if it's
0: uh, made of ice cream it's an ice cream there's nothing yeah. more okay to it.
1: if it is cold and you put it in your mouth I'm literally getting into the Behold a Man territory, so I'm going to stop.
2: I I think there's probably a a thing to be said that there is an official line, which is that it is an ice cream if it contains ice cream, Mm. but colloquially... If you, if you say, oh, I'm going to go get some ice creams, what do you want? And people would say, oh, I'd want like an ice lolly or whatever.
1: Yeah, but like slushes yeah. are like outside of that because that's their own categorization. They, those
0: would yeah. have to be their own uh, we can all, We can all agree on that. Probably. Yeah, we can,
2: all, we can all agree that an ice blast or a slush puppy, that is, okay, that now, is its I'm own gonna, thing. You can't
1: classify an ice blast as a slush puppy because an ice blast is literally what every slush puppy should be.
2: Okay, I'm I wasn't saying they were the same thing. Good. I was saying they were two things that belong in the same category. Okay. In the same way that tea and coke belong in the same category of drinks despite being radically different.
1: Uh, Okay. Okay. You know what you get off this time.
2: I I didn't know I didn't think I'd have to be that specific.
1: (laughs) Well, there you go, I'm full of surprises. Thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> um, please leave in the comments how you where, your favourite scar <laughs> band from Derby. Please leave. And also, have a good day. And I hope you enjoy some actual ice cream. And please don't, like, get angry and unsubscribe because we're, like, engaging in the hot debate of what constitutes an ice cream. So,
2: stop talking
0: now. And say goodbye.
1: Thank you very much. Goodbye and go away.
0: Goodbye and go away. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't telling anyone to go away.